Te Whatu Order has admitted some of its data on the emergency department wait times is wrong and has since taken the entire page of health performance metrics offline. But that concession comes as GP practices struggle under the pressure. Nurses are jumping ship to bandage the higher paid gaps in the hospital, further overwhelming the health system. Doctors say this is particularly prevalent in Northland where the incorrect data showed in November and December more than 99% of people who are attended their emergency departments were seen within the target time of six hours. That's because the numbers of people attending were recorded as being down to 300 rather than 5,000. The chair of GenPro and Rural GP, Dr Tim Malloy, is with me now. Kia ora, Dr Malloy. Are those numbers even close to accurate? Oh, not at all. Um, the reality is our EDs are being inundated with the overflow from uh, both general practices and our urgent care services but because people are struggling to access all forms of the health system at present. Um, and the reality is that uh, the system as a whole is beginning to fail. Do you think that the health bosses know just how bad it is? I'm not sure if they do in the sense that with those of us who work on the coalface and have to sit in front of patients... Um, are much more aware of the realities of what's going on out there um, and having to listen to the, the stories the patients are telling us of delayed care, of in, uh, inability to access care and therefore presenting late, more acutely and ending up in the EDs in very large numbers. So if the decision makers are using this data set as a way to decide on how much support Northland Needs and, and it's a specifically high vulnerable um, rural communities. What what does it mean if they're using that as a sign of the times for you and how much support you need? Um, then clearly they're going to get it wrong. Um, the reality is the services are all being overwhelmed right up and down the, well, it's not just Northland, but specifically in the more, more vulnerable and rural communities where it is felt sometimes very acutely. And let's just talk about those nurses getting poached to the hospital. Obviously, they're needed there, but but it's a, a chicken-egg scenario. Oh, it, it's absolutely devastating because we have a constrained medical workforce in primary care, and now we're also struggling with the nursing workforce in a, in, in a big way. We are losing nurses daily, particularly younger nurses entering um, practice nursing, are choosing the option of going to both hospitals or Australia or or other uh, careers altogether because the discrepancy in the income that they can earn in primary care compared to De Fadora hospitals, for example, can be as much as $20,000 per annum. That's just not possible to ignore if you're a, a young nurse facing the challenge of rising costs of living and perhaps mortgage interest rates rising. And for someone in your job, what, is, what does that mean for patient care and, and the horrible things you must be seeing as a result? Oh, the reality is that, uh, that inevitably patient care will, will suffer. One of the things we're really concerned about is the uh, immunisation rates, which have fallen in the context of uh, COVID over the last two or three years. And in order to... Um, 
uh, for them to rise and protect us against things like measles and the things which are likely to return shortly. We will need our uh, uh, highly skilled nursing workforce to address these kind of issues um, collectively with our medical workforce as well. When you decided to go into medicine, is this the scenario you thought you'd end up in? Oh, absolutely not. This is um, uh, everybody's worst nightmare in terms of the system failing to meet the needs of our communities. And all of us who enter medicine and or nursing, um, that is our objective. Uh, and yet, here we are, we're, we're simply not, it's not good enough. Kia ora for your time. That is Dr Tim Malloy.